Hi, you're listening to WRBH Radio, 88.3 FM. This is your host of New Orleans by Mouth, Chef Amy Sins. And here in the studio today, I have Miss Wendy Warren from the Louisiana Restaurant Association. How are you doing? Hi, Amy. How are you doing? Very well. I know you are a busy lady, and so I am very happy that you took a few minutes to uh, get together with me. I feel like the only time we get together is on Facebook. (laughs) And via text. We do text a lot together. (laughs) I think that's the story of the lives of busy ladies Mm -hmm. these days. Absolutely. (laughs) But, Wendy, I... You know, I wanted to get you on the show so we could talk a little bit about all the restaurants in New Orleans. Yes, we have a lot of delicious places to dine. And there's, you know, we have some incentives going on to get people excited about it. So let's talk about that. Yeah, so this week is Restaurant Week New Orleans. It's our seventh annual. We have 115 restaurants participating. And what this means for you as a diner is you get to try some old favorites or some new neighborhood places that you haven't tried yet for a reasonably discounted rate of $20 or less for lunch, $39 or less for dinner, and we even have brunch this year, which I'm so excited about, and that's for $39 or less as well. Well, you know, what I love about it is... We as New Orleanians love to eat out. Yes. You know, people say, what's your hobby? And some people jog. I eat in restaurants. That's not me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's that's my hobby is eating out. And I like how you said try some old favorites because a lot of times we're seeing so much about all the new places opening. But then... We think back, and there are restaurants that have been in business for a hundred years, right? You know, and be, having the opportunity to just be reminded, right, that you you could go out to eat for every meal during Restaurant Week and pretty much not hit them all. Yeah, and it's you know, if you're thinking about lunch, grab your coworkers, your clients, uh, dinner. Hey, you know, school just started back. You might want to go on a date get away from the kids and their homework and let somebody else deal with that for the evening or grab a group of friends that you haven't seen in a while, you know, just make it a special occasion or five. Yeah, or five. (laughs) Well, so what is the story behind Restaurant Week? Why the week of the 11th through the 17th? Well, it's usually the second week of September. And the reason why we chose September is because couple of years ago, it used to be like August was the, you know, most terrible month for business, for restaurant business. We didn't have a whole lot of um, visitors to the city because it's so hot and it's hurricane season. So there was a shift from August being that month to September being that month because it's even more grueling, but of course not this week because we're getting a little reprieve. And it was a way to take a group of restaurants promote the week, give them a shot in the arm for seven days, get, you know, just fill the restaurants. And this year, particularly with the game on Sunday um, here in New Orleans, that's a good opportunity for visitors to the city this week to take advantage of these special offers and try more than one restaurant. Great restaurants. So whenever y'all started it seven years ago, Was it like, oh, we have five restaurants that want to participate? Or did everybody jump on board right away? The first year we had, I want to say, 55. 
And every year it's increased. And this year we're at 115. And it's, you know, people are like, oh, I need to get in. Oh, I haven't sent you my menu. Well, you need to send us your menu because we're doing advertising everywhere. It's, you know, we want, last year we had a million visitors to our, the website. Um, so that's a really good, you know, indicator that people are interested <laughs> in viewing menus and making their reservations. Well, so do you get the chance, Wendy, to, um, to have, you have to taste test some of these menus, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I um, have a few lunches planned, a few dinners planned. I'm going to try to pace myself, but it is, you know, we're, you know, it's only seven days. So, you know, I will do my best for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want a full report. Yes. You'll be seeing it on my Facebook page. I feel like, you know, 115 restaurants and, you know, we think about that and the steal, it's a steal, 20 bucks for lunch. You know, yeah. I feel like these days to get a po' boy, a soda and a bag of chips is going to cost me $20 when all is said oh, and definitely. done. And, you know, there are some really good mm -hmm. restaurants to pick from. Who who are some of these places? You have Arnold's, Antoine's, Galatois, um, Dickie Brennan's, Ralph Brennan's. You have Muriel's. That's just like downtown. Then you have Angelon. You have Avo. You have Bar Francis. Um, you have Brown Butter. I mean, pick a neighborhood, and there are restaurants all over it. So that was just my quick and dirty, you know, list <laughs> of <laughs> what well, I could remember. And on the Culinary New Orleans uh, website, you can kind of see the whole list of all the restaurants and. You know, how many restaurants do we have in New Orleans right now? A lot. We have, I don't know the exact amount, but it's well over, you know, if you count like every place you can get food, it's, it's you know, thousands. Yes. Yeah. I, and that's what it seems like is that, um, you know, people say, what's your favorite restaurant? And the first thing I say to them is, well, um, what do you want to wear? How much do you want to spend? How far do you want to travel? Do you want to take a car? There's 8 million questions I have to ask before right. I can answer Absolutely. that question. Absolutely. What's your budget is the first one. Yes. And how long will you be here? And what kind of food do you want? When people say, what's your favorite restaurant? That's really not fair. Because first of all, are you trying to get me fired? <laughs> and second of all, what what are you in the mood for? Because if I want, you know, a Shell Beach diet, I'm going to go to, uh, you know, Brightson's. But if I want a lacquered quail stuffed with boudin, I'm going to Commander's. And if I want oysters, you know, I'm going to go to Acme. And if I want, you know, right. so it's, um, you know, it just depends on what you want to eat. And, I, you know, I feel like um, there's, the the trend now is that we we do have so many choices and for me uh, like I kind of play this old school new school game and this is what I explain to people from out of town I say okay we have in my opinion kind of two different styles now we have that old school mm -hmm. where when I go to this restaurant I always order the same thing mm -hmm. if I go to Arno's I always have turtle soup you know yes. If there are certain right when I go to Muriel's, I can't help it. I get the crepe. Yeah, you know, I can get it at every festival, but I gotta have it when yeah. I sit down at the table. And to me, that's kind of the old school New Orleans. And then we have the new school New Orleans, which is these chefs that are changing the menu all the time. Mm -hmm. So when I come in, I go, oh, 
I get to try something new. Right, exactly. And trying to find the balance and the number of days in a week that I can do that is, you know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and of course it's like the, you know, if you're in a couple, it's always like, where are we going to eat? And it's, you know, you can never find, you know, a balance between the places that you really love and trying new places. And my husband is fond of saying, Wendy, not every meal needs to wow you. And I said, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I think that, that's so funny because my, my husband kind of says the same thing. He'll also say he won't order tuna, like fresh tuna at a restaurant anymore because he's gotten spoiled at home because, mm-hmm. you know, as... Louisiana residents, we get a lot of really good fresh stuff. And so if he goes outside of Louisiana, he's like, I'm sorry, I I can't can't order it. Like, I get it at home. I get it in restaurants. I get it at my house. Yeah, I'll pick something else. (laughs) What are you known for here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you know, working with the Restaurant Association and, you know, being a part of this Restaurant Week event, there have to be days that you are eating at home. So what oh, yeah. are you eating at your house? Because, I, I mean, we love to live through your Facebook page and all your <laughs> dining out, but I know there's got to be stuff in your fridge at home. Oh, yeah. I um, Right now I'm on a blueberries kick. I eat a handful of blueberries every time I pass the fridge. But um, really, I do a lot of brined chicken, whole chickens and do, a you know, we'll eat chicken and a, vegetables one night and then I'll make, you know, chicken tortilla soup with what's left over, or I, and I, of course I make my own chicken stock, so I save all my vegetable uh, trimmings and all my, um, you know, chicken carcasses in the freezer until I'm ready to make a big stock, and um, particularly do that during the summer, and then as winter approaches, I, you know, I want to make my own stock. But um, last night we smoked a um, a Boston butt on the grill all day, and then Yum. we had. Um, I made pulled pork sandwiches with uh, broccoli, coleslaw. So that's what we ate for dinner with sweet potatoes. Are you seeing, you know, a trend of what people eat in their home is driving what restaurants are making? Or are you seeing that what restaurants are making people are trying to recreate in their home? I think it's probably what people are eating out. They're trying to recreate at home. Part of the challenge when you're cooking a lot at home is keeping it fresh, keeping it um, new and different and not stale and boring. I don't want this again, you know. I think when you get to that point in home cooking, you are dying for the excuse to go out to eat. I know when I'm, you know, when we're at home and I'm like, I really don't feel like eating this. Let's go somewhere. And that's how we end up going out more often than staying in. (laughs) Well, how are all these um, delivery services and things like that opening up? Is it opening up opportunities for restaurants and for? I think it's really servicing a different audience. Mainly, when you see delivery services like Waiter and Uber Eats, you're looking at the millennial crowd that um, that are ordering in. And I think a lot of that goes to some of the trends that are happening in social media where they're like hanging out in a room by themselves, but they're on social media hanging out with other people <laughs> in their rooms by themselves. I forgot what they call that. There's a name a for hangout? it. hangout? I don't know. Yeah, like it's some kind of like, you know, online chilling or something like that. But um, I think it's part of that um, demographic that's really 
um, utilizing those services because they don't always want to, you know, get dressed and go out. They can and they will pay for the convenience of having it delivered. And I know for my husband and I, you know, working in the restaurant industry, especially the first three years that Langwa was open, we pretty much either ate leftovers from work or pizza or Chinese. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where, you know, every time I opened my refrigerator, there was a piece of pizza or a Chinese takeout box. And um, so many times, and I, I told this to uh, Chef Alex Harrell this past weekend, I said, gosh, I see your pictures on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I go, I want that. But I'm already, uh, it's my day off. I'm in my pajamas. I really want it. You know, I would, I just want to call you and say, send somebody over with it. So it, I would say that some of these delivery services are giving my husband and I an opportunity to eat things mm-hmm. that are a little bit fancier mm-hmm. that we maybe wouldn't have. But I think the story goes, we need to get out. We need Absolutely. to be well, off of our sofa and out of our pajamas and socializing with real a, life people. Yeah, <laughs> there is a place for that. But one of the great things about dining in New Orleans, I just had my friends from Antique Roadshow in town doing the roadshow at the convention center. Super fun, I might yes, add. Yes, yes. So Alistair and Susie and my husband and I went to August for dinner, and they had never been. They had been to New Orleans a couple of times, and I, of course, make all the reservations for them because I'm going to put them where I think they should eat. And we went there and spent three hours, and they said, you cannot do this in New York. You cannot have conversation and really talk about the meaning of life and tell stories and eat delicious food and talk about what you had for breakfast and what you're going to have, you know, for lunch and da-da-da-da-da in New York. It's too busy. They're trying to turn the table too quickly. And that was one of the things that they said they liked the most about eating in New Orleans is the fellowship. You can talk. You can have real conversations. And I think that if you're accustomed to eating at home a lot, then you you know, need to go out and have a nice meal and put the phones away and, you know, sit there and savor every bite and tell stories that you haven't told your spouse in a long time or, hey, did you know this or did you know that? I think it's just a great, the table here is just an amazing place. I agree. And I kind of giggle, you know, and you're like, stay for three hours and relax because I believe that lunch, lunch is my meal. Like, if I can relax at lunch, have a glass of wine at lunch, oh, yeah. entertain at lunch, have a big meal, and then go home and you know rest a little before mm-hmm. I, I continue the rest of my evening. And about two weeks ago, Chef Mel, who worked for me, um, I'll give her a shout out. She is 63 and just got accepted as a freshman at Georgetown University. Wow, Hooray, congrats. But I said, I'm going to take you and your best friend out to lunch. And we went to Ralph's on a park. Oh. And I knew that we were going to have a couple glasses of wine, and I called Ralph's, and I said, all right, if y'all want to put us in the corner, in the bar, you know, we're cool with that. We don't want to disrupt the dining room. And when we got there, they put us in the dining room at a beautiful table by the window, but it was, we had a great time at our table, but as I looked around, you know, other people were laughing. Mm-hmm. Other people were having a good time. And I feel like that it's energy contagious. is contagious. In the yes. dining room, it absolutely is. I think that when you, you know, without being totally disrespectful, when you go out to eat here, it is a, it's an occasion. And if you're celebrating a birthday, you know, a wedding, 
a funeral, God forbid, you know, there is always a celebratory angle to whatever we do here. And it shouldn't be boring. It should be fun. You're spending your money to go sit in an atmosphere and be served amazing food and be waited on in a way that you wouldn't do at home for your spouse necessarily, or, you know, maybe if you have guests for a dinner party, but you're, it's an experience and you should enjoy it. And if that includes a little ruckus laughter here and there, like, you know, and the Brennans are known for that. They, you know, Miss Ella's new book on the cover, I don't want a restaurant where a jazz band can't walk through. You know, that's, yeah. I don't either. I don't want to go to, you know. No, that sounds a little stuffy. <laughs> well, yeah. I, you know, I laugh because dining out, it, you know, you said tell a story that you haven't told your husband in a while or talk to your friends. And you're creating new experiences mm-hmm. when you dine out. I took one of my chefs, Chef Tess, for her birthday, and we were supposed, it was supposed to be a business meeting, but, you know, um, we went to um, Crescent City Steakhouse, Mm. and I said, let's go, like, on a Tuesday night, it's not going to be crowded, we're just going to hang out, they put, she and I in the little booth, Mm -hmm, you know, with the curtains, curtains, (laughs) and there were, like, four other people dining out that night, because, and, you know, we're... We're like old people. We like the 6 p.m. early work. I know what time prep was done. I want the 6 o'clock. And (laughs) so we're sitting there eating. And all of a sudden, this was when they had a jukebox in there. And this was like, I don't know, maybe a year ago. And um, somebody started playing music. And we, we pulled open the curtains and we start looking And then all of a sudden, one of the guys comes up to my, my chef, who is pretty uptight, and goes, Let's start a conga line. And next thing you know, we and the waiters and the waitresses (laughs) and the bartender and the six patrons in the restaurant had a conga line going through Crescent City Steakhouse. Because it's Tuesday. Why not? Why not? And, you know, (laughs) if we had not, if we had decided to have our meeting in the office over a pizza, we wouldn't be telling that that story today. And I think that's the fun part about dining out is it becomes an adventure. Absolutely. We, I mean, we sit around and go, remember that time we went here and we ate this? And my husband's like, how do you remember that? And I'm like, if I do not remember what I ate, then that's not a great tell like, for that restaurant. Like, I won't tell that story, obviously, but, you know, I you can lacquer a quail and stuff it with boudin at Commander's, and I will, eat, I will order that every time, even though I want to try something different, because, I mean, who doesn't like to hold up the little quail legs and eat it, it like it, a chicken yes, wing in, in at the fanciest restaurant in town? <laughs> well, and I say, if the chef has no problem with it. If they send you something with a bone... It's okay. Right. Touch People it. go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to pick this, chi- you know, fried chicken up and eat it. And I'm like, how else are you going to eat fried chicken? And you should tear the bread, too. Please, please tear don't the, take yeah. the knife and cut the oh, bread yeah. at the table. I always tear the bread. Like, I think Ms. Manners technically agrees, too. Yeah. So but know. I also wash my hands before I sit down. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> at the table, because I might be picking off your plate. <laughs> you know, but part of, you know, the restaurant experience, I find, is... Even sometimes if the food is okay, maybe you're at a casual restaurant that caters to families on a budget. It's also about the people you're dining with. Mm -hmm. And if you're having a good meal with your kids or you're, you know, I remember I took my niece and nephew out for sushi, shocked that a four-year-old would eat sushi Mm because I wouldn't have Mm -mm. at four. You know, 
it was it was a we were having sushi. It wasn't right. like we were having a fine dining experience. But it was something that right. we were doing together. I think in the last 10 years, we have become, as Americans, not only as New Orleanians, much more adventurous in our eating. I remember, you know, 20 years ago, there is no way I would eat 90% of the stuff that I eat Absolutely. now. Absolutely. I had, you know, I was raised by my grandparents who were born during the Great Depression, and they, you know, ate for sustenance. They didn't eat for fun. <laughs> I mean, when they retired and got older, they would go out to eat, but it wasn't anything like, you know, what I get to experience working for the Restaurant Association. But in the last 10 years, you know, you have kids eating sushi. Never would I have thought that. You have, you know, eggs on pizza. Okay. You know, that's not what I grew <laughs> up with. The runny yolk trend. Uh, I love a runny yolk. You but can I, put a poached egg or a fried egg on anything and I'm going to eat it. And I call it breakfast, even if it's the leftover Chinese food out of my fridge. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> throw an egg on it. You know, it used to be like put some bacon on it, but now it's like put some bacon and put some eggs on it. You know, I can't get a company burger without a, <laughs> a fried egg and bacon. So, um, yeah, I think that um, it's really exciting. We're seeing Indian food uh, resurgence here in New Orleans. We're seeing um, Vietnamese has come uptown. I mean, I still go to, you know, New Orleans East to Dong Phong to get my um, banh mi's just for the experience. Uh, the West Bank, I still go over to Tan Din, but it's, you know, now I don't have to. I can eat it much much more often, which drives my husband crazy because well, I'll eat pho and bun every day if he'll let me. <laughs> and us crazy uh, New Orleanians who say, oh, I don't have to go all the way to the West Bank. And then whenever you <laughs> clock it, you're like, okay, that was five and a half miles. Okay. Like yeah. People people jog that. Not me people, but some yeah, people, some jog, people that. jog that. <laughs> and, and we're like, oh, we can't go five and a half miles or I can't go past Bonneville. Well, I always say I work in Metairie, conveniently located one block from the landmark hotel behind the Whole Foods, like near all the good stuff if you have to work in Metairie. And if you live in New Orleans, I'm conveniently located near all the good stuff on Magazine Street. So I, you know, have the I feel like I have the best of both worlds when I leave the parish. <laughs> well, Wendy, we have just a few minutes left. So if you can tell our listeners a little bit about where they can find out more information about Louisiana Restaurant Week. So if you go to restaurantweekneworleans.com, there are uh, a list of all the participating restaurants as well as um, all their menu offerings. And if you're on social media this week and want to share your experience with us, you can use the hashtag Restaurant Week NOLA. Well, so where are you going next? What's your first stop? I have to look at my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't memorized it yet to be able to rattle it off. Well, I had uh, Chef Jason good enough the other day on the show, oh, yeah. and he was saying that he loves it so much, um, the restaurant week, because it ends up being one of his busiest weeks of the year. He goes, That's wonderful. it's crazy how busy it is. And, um, you know, I think that also says something to affordability in dining. Right. And um, people realizing that they're getting a bargain. Yeah. And that, um, you know, good food costs money, and every now and then, you can get a great deal, and at thirty nine dollars for dinner, 
And I mean, heck, $20 for lunch. You, you, mm, you, can't, you can't go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And brunch. I mean, let's not forget brunch. <laughs> well, what other, we have about two minutes left. So tell us what other things that the Louisiana Restaurant Association has coming up. Well, um, I will tell you something that we have going on right now. We're um, still um, helping collect funds for our hurricane uh, Harvey Hospitality Employee Relief Fund. And I'm pleased to report we're up to $117,000. Wow, I was going to say 115 because last <laughs> week I pulled the number and it was 115. <laughs> I have a generous $2,000 uh, check in my purse right now from the Chase family of Dookie Chase Restaurant. Um, so I was like blown away. They just like handed it to me at an event. Here, this is for you. And I opened it up and I was like, oh my uh, God, this know, is going to help so many people. With all the stuff that's yeah. happening. So one of the things that I was talking about with when I was at the um, TV, sh- TV station this morning is that with Irma coming through right now, the focus on victims of Harvey is going to shift so because of the timing of this, we've only really had two weeks to raise money and collect gift cards like Amy's been doing and um, a lot of the restaurants around town. And with the fund, now I'm like, okay, well, what's going to happen in a few days when we start hearing about, you know, the implications of Irma coming through Florida? So we've already talked to our friends at the Florida Restaurant and Lodging Association to kind of say, hey, we're on standby. Whenever you're ready, let us know what you need. So. Well, good. Well, my heart goes out to y'all. Thank yeah. y'all to the Louisiana Restaurant Association. And thank y'all to everyone out there who's been yeah. a part of that. You have been listening to New Orleans by Mouth on WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. Thank you to Miss Wendy Warren from the Louisiana Restaurant Association. And uh, until next time, this is your host, Chef Amy Sins. Ciao.